If you're like me, you'll probably be disappointed to learn that a chupacabra is not the newest item on the Taco Bell menu. It is, however, a cryptid whose legend can be traced through Puerto Rico and Texas. Today, we'll tell the origin story of the chupacabra and discuss the havoc it allegedly wreaked on its prey, leaving very distinct holes and not a trace of blood in or around the bodies. We'll also discuss some possible answers as to what these strange occurrences and sightings might be. And of course, we'll have a little fun along the way. I'm Mike. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. If you thought the Chupacabra was Tom Brady's pet name for Giselle, stick around. It's actually his name for Mike. This is Necronomapod. Deep in the backwoods of South Texas, you never know what might be lurking around the corner or in your tree. In Ratcliffe, a small town in DeWitt County, residents are certain they found the mythical, despicable chupacabra. And this time, it's alive. Jackie Stock says her husband caught the creature Sunday night. He called me to come and look, and I said, Bubba, that looks like a baby chupacabra. With its hairless back, large claws, countless teeth, and ferocious growl, Many would say this animal fits the bill. You know, I hunted coons, you know, 20 years with dogs and all that, and I ain't never seen nothing look like that right there. So we did a little bit of a thing this past week. Five million downloads. It's a lot. That's a very large number. Does that mean we've went platinum five times? Because I want some records from my, uh, my wall <laughs> or whatever they give out nowadays in the, in the era of streaming. And I think whatnot. you screen print the download screen and we'll put it up for you. Five mil frames. <laughs> That'd be swell. Maybe for Christmas. Sure. We can all do right. that. Ian and I'll sign it too. Oh, thanks, man. You're all right. You sell that someday. I, within 20 minutes of owning it, I'd have it up on eBay. <laughs> So, I mean, all right, congrats. You yeah. guys went platinum five times. I mean, I'm sure we all thought that in uh, this would be over in March of 2019. <laughs> it would be fun for a couple of months, and here we are three years later. You set your sights higher than I did, pal. Yeah. I didn't give us give four weeks. February. February. <laughs> <laughs> Two months. I'll huh? give it March at least. God, Mike. Pessimistic fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Ian, this is your brainchild. Who would have thought? Yeah, I, mean, I didn't think... Uh, like it was crazy getting to even a thousand downloads. Right. Like when right. we hit that. Like people are listening to this nonsense. Yes. We got excited when there was like we were excited when there was like a follow back on a social media. Yeah. And it was like ten ten uh downloads. We're like, wow, that's cool. Like ten the, people are listening to strangers. Who the fuck are these ten weirdos? Why are they listening to this show? <laughs> then it was like a hundred. And that was like a thousand. And there was continuously a thousand. And we're like, oh, my God, something's happening. <laughs> and it just kept going and going and growing. Yeah. I had been waiting just to be over with this and to go home and to go live on with my like wrestling and NASCAR life. And you're going to have to now I'm stick around a little bit longer entrenched in the world of serial killers and ghosts <laughs> and cults. Something that I have had zero knowledge of. Up until, you know, three years ago. If you had to make a new business card now, would you put paranormal expert on it? No, I'd say it would just say uh, Mike Namapod talker. <laughs> That's what we do, right? Talker. We talk. Yeah, sure. I'm a talker. He's a bit of a talker. <laughs> uh, talker slash derailer. So I'm very good at derailing our conversations. Look, it's an art. Slash pussy slayer. <laughs> it's a big business card no i mean well i went with, i went with the bone yeah. white the color is bone. <laughs> so i mean anyways that's quite an accomplishment appreciate uh all of you out there with all the for uh all the downloads and all the listens thank you guys very much obviously we couldn't have done it without you so we appreciate that it was a really cool moment for us very humbling we had a quick little uh contest with that too to have some fun so congratulations to uh, Twitter user Morrissey, who won the uh, the contest for the five millionth uh, download. Like from the Smiths, Morrissey? Like the singer? That guy listens to the show? Yes. He doesn't even know what I'm talking <laughs> no. about. Never mind. No, you don't. What is he talking about? <laughs> Morrissey from the Smiths. I don't know what the Smiths is. Is that a <laughs> movie? 
It's a band. It's a band. Oh, no. I've never heard of the Smiths until just now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Moving along. So, no. That's interesting with the music that you listen to. The Smiths? The Smiths. Yeah. No, I have legitimately never heard of the Smiths. Really? They're generally like within those bands of like the greats, like Kiss. Thank thank you for no, No, but I'm saying like those core groups that people are by like just being alive and being a music fan, you would have at least just secondary knowledge of the Smiths. I have who they were. What do they even sing? The Smiths. I have legitimately never heard of that. Like the prototype of emo, right? What's their big, there's one big hit that everyone knows. How soon is now? Is that the name of the song? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll just by hearing that title, yeah. I do not know. I mean, I'm not a big Smiths when fan. When were they around? Like the 70s? Eight, late, probably late 70s, 80s. Right around the time of like the Clash and all that stuff? Yeah. I know the Clash. Okay. So that's that's even more surprising that you know the Clash, but not the Smiths. No. Okay. Well, that joke uh, did not land with me. Uh, we're used to it. <laughs> we're used to that. But Morrissey uh, is the winner of the uh, Twitter uh, from Twitter. <laughs> Congrats, Morrison. And it was available on all social medias. We just randomly picked one and went with it. I just keep picturing the actual Morrissey listening to our show, being happy that he won something. Right, love. Listen to these blokes. <laughs> Perhaps it is. <laughs> I, I don't know. Five million. I just won. <laughs> That'd be great. I love these lads. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're if they're a big time band, then perhaps, you know, give us a shout out. <laughs> I mean, right? If he, he's questioning, he doesn't even believe it. If I never heard of them. They're not even anybody. No, but I mean, like, you know, if you ain't Brad Paisley, motherfucker. Back in the eighties, it would have been big to have a shout from White Snake. Nowadays, four people are going to know if they give you a shout out. That's true. Is the are the Smiths still relevant? No. And they probably I, mean, were, I would say no. And they probably were for about four months in the 80s. Mm, and that, was about, that is incorrect. Mm, okay, six months. <laughs> were they a one-hit wonder? No. No. Uh, so anyways, we'll have some more uh, contests. I think we're going to start to do those more often just to give some stuff away to people. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And it won't always just be like a, a social media type thing. You know, we'll try to come up with some fun stuff. Um, yeah. But anyways, thank you all so much. Uh, we also, at the end of December, are doing a our third annual year-end show. Um, we talked about it. If you tuned in on Patreon to our cool-down show, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, if you're interested in submitting a question for that show, uh, send it to us with the hashtag. Uh, what the fuck did we say it was? Necro year-end? I believe so. Necro year-end. Yeah. Um, necro year-end and... Uh, we might uh, just use it on the uh, year-end show. So, yeah, hit us up. Can I make a statement before we begin today's show? I'd like to acknowledge, thanks to the 500 people that informed me this week, that Leonardo DiCaprio was, in fact, on Growing Pains and not Full House. I made a slip of the tongue. See, when I you, deeply regret it. <laughs> when you said that, I just assumed you thought you you were referring to like a cameo he made. I didn't know. That you were talking about, like being like an, an on oh, yeah. character. I, I, apparently, I said full house instead you did. of growing pain, so I apologize. You did. I just assumed you meant like a cameo, and I was yeah. like, oh, I must have not remembered that. My fault. People take those 90 sitcoms very seriously. They're like, what are you, a fucking idiot? Who's <laughs> yeah. you pains. fucking piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve to breathe the same air as I do. Adolf Hitler was a better person than you. You didn't know that. <laughs> fucking Get asshole. Fucked, asshole. I can't wait to piss on your grave. <laughs> Those are all live actual comments that you received. Probably. Re- we're, we're going through Dave's Twitter feed right now, reading comments. <laughs> Deepest apologies. That's so, all. That's uh, all I had to say. Yeah, that's all I had. Just wanted so. to apologize. All right, let's talk about the not Taco Bell menu item. So the name Chupacabra literally translates to goat sucker. Because it is said to kill farm animals by sucking their blood. Goat sucker. That's where, that's where I wrote my opening. Mike's the biggest Tom Brady goat sucker on this show. So The greatest professional athlete of all time. <laughs> there are two very different versions of what the chupacabra looks like. 
The first is what was first reported in Puerto Rico, and the second is the more recent description coming from Texas. When you watch shows like Monster Hunters and things like that, you usually hear stories of the Chupacabra starting in 1995 in Puerto Rico. Uh, but in reality, Puerto Ricans were experiencing Chupacabra-like phenomena back in 1975. Oh, that's a long time ago. There's always some weird stuff going on in Puerto Rico. We're going to talk about that a little, little bit with mm, intriguing. UFOs. There's a lot of things going on. <laughs> so could we say then that Mike, all the, the girls you dated in college were Chupa Miguel's Mike suckers? <laughs> I guess you could. <laughs> sure. Hey, I, you're I prefer- one of those Chupa Miguel's. <laughs> I prefer the literal, you know, Samerica. Mike suckers. Yeah, there's some Mike suckers. <laughs> they were all required at the end of the night, they would leave with a lollipop. And the next day, they'd have to walk around, you know, campus sucking the lollipop. And that was like the sign. Like, you know, like <laughs> the red balloon for it. There was a girl walking around with a red lollipop. Uh. Oh, she was a Mike sucker. <laughs> My most at one time, it was eight <laughs> on one Tuesday afternoon at the quad. It's got to be something. <laughs> at some point, isn't the whole campus, half the campus, Mike the Chupa Miguel's long? Well, uh, let's not get carried away. Spent a fortune on fucking dum-dums, though, man. <laughs> I don't, should own stock in them by now. <laughs> This is ridiculous. You started that. I was completely I just wanted fine. to say Chupa Miguel's. <laughs> completely fine with him carrying on with this uh, paragraph. 1975 was when specifically the U.S. and some other parts of the world started to experience strange animal mutilations, with cattle being the main victim. In February 1975, a Puerto Rican newspaper ran an article detailing 15 cows, three goats, two geese, and a pig that were found dead with bizarre puncture wounds, suggesting that a sharp instrument had been inserted into the animals. Autopsy showed that the animals had been completely drained of blood with no blood at the scene, like someone or something consumed their blood. The newspaper called whoever or whatever did this the mocha vampire. Because of the town, not because they were brown or a chocolate coffee drink right correct mocha puerto rico clarified thank you <laughs> i don't want any confusion here you ever hear of the band cattle decapitation mike uh, of course not but i've been interested to read their lyrics <laughs> after that bible babble that was something else <laughs> some of those lyrics were the most i was almost offended almost offended by some of those lyrics it's just ridiculous. <laughs> November Bible Babble, uh, Bible verse or metal lyric. Mike versus Ian. It's a good show. Good good game. That was that was very interesting. Yeah. We had some pig destroyer. We had some uh Mayhem was on there. Mayhem. Fucking people till their bones break. <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> some of that pig destroyer, cannibal corpse. <laughs> Some Deuteronomy, some Job, <laughs> all kinds of good all stuff. All your favorite heavy hitters. <laughs> a Job boy, God did fucked him up. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous <laughs> fucking story. I'm going to have to go back and read some more of that. I forgot I was supposed to. That was my homework. Anyways, yeah. For uh, If you're not a $10 patron, that might be worth checking out alone. Between that and Joseph and the Cuck Nuteller colored dream coat <laughs> play that we uh that dave did <laughs> pretty phenomenal hip-hop jesus too don't forget that's right hip-hop jesus it's been a good fall and late second half yeah, a lot of you're fun really stuff finding your rhythm on. i think we should, ian we should sign him for another year all right he's starting oh, to hit his rhythm oh no bible babble <laughs> concludes next month with jesus's birthday party on 12 25 well this month later this month this month correct Fear oh, yeah, not. today's December 1st. Fear not, patrons. We have something uh, fun in store to replace Bible Babble next uh, month for your $10 pay. Of course we do. And we're not going to make Dave do all the work. We're all three going to be included in the uh, uh, replacement show. It's going to be Mike reciting Smith's lyrics. <laughs> New album every week. <laughs> I, I mean, I would do it. I Actually don't think singing, doing Morrissey covers. Right. Oof. 
On March 7th, 1975, a cow belonging to farmer Ray Jimenez was found dead with piercing wounds to its head, deep scratches to its stomach, and it was drained of blood. This incident was reported to local authorities, which now totaled 30 cases in just a couple months. As the number of cases grew, the Mocha Vampire became a true entity that people were blaming for the attacks. A lot of people believed that it was a supernatural bird, like the one seen by Maria Acevedo, a Mocha resident who noticed that a strange animal landed on the roof of her home in the middle of the night. According to Maria, the bird pecked at her rooftop and at the windows before flying away and letting out a loud, almost dinosaur-like scream. I think we have some audio of that. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound anything like that? I think it sounds almost identical. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you manage to capture that? Well, you know, my re- audio research skills, mad skills. That's actually a clip uh, we refer to as Pterodactyl Mike here in the studio from one of the Patreon episodes. Uh, captured Mike trying to make some dinosaur sounds and uh, <laughs> a permanent fixture on the soundboard now. We released the first paranormal erotica, right? Free to everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was this one? Was this part three? Four, one of those, maybe three. More of that on Patreon if you want to hear more of those obnoxious tones. <laughs> also available as a ringtone <laughs> on Patreon. It is available as a ringtone. Can you imagine setting that as your alarm in the morning? Like, like oh, it's six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have scolding hot coffee thrown on my face. <laughs> Aren't there three different versions? Oh yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I only have this one queued up. There's a bunch of them. Well, that's what happens when you drink a bottle of wine and do some cocaine before a show. <laughs> I was ready to go. That was a wine night. Was it? I think so. Probably was a whiskey night. I've only done wine a few times. It, it might have been wine. Who the fuck? What? What? Yeah. It. It probably was a power hour night beforehand because we used to do those before yeah. the eroticas. We still do sometimes. I think it was. I'm usually about 10 beards deep by the time we hit record. Anyway. <laughs> I located it. <laughs> I can't even, I don't even think I can make my voice do that again. I wish I had video of that. <laughs> you better stop that. People are start asking for a webcam again or something like that. The Joe Rogan style. Here's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> You guys fucking ruin it with your laughing in the background of the clip. Yeah, it's not a clean clip. <laughs> I think I broke some blood vessels in my head doing yeah. all that shit. Pterodact- Pterodactyl Mike, ladies and gentlemen. Pterodactyl Mike. <laughs> New shirt coming in. <laughs> Amazon.com. It's going to be a pterodactyl with my face and a 13-foot dick. <laughs> Just hanging in the air while it's flying over like a town. <laughs> So we were telling the story. So the most common belief was that it had something to do with UFO sightings. At the time, UFOs were reported nightly in this area. And Puerto Rico in general is a hot spot for UFOs. There are tons of stories that we can do episodes on. And if we ever do a disclosure episode, we'll for sure talk about Puerto Rico. Because their government officials have been very vocal throughout the years regarding the existence of UFOs. And USOs uh, coming in and out of the water. What's a USO? Unidentified submerged object. That's fun. That's a whole episode later on. I don't know if I know anything about that. That sounds like a good bonus show. Well, that would be technically the um, the New York Times, uh, the, the the three videos from the Navy. One of those, I think. Oh it's yeah, the, it just submerged itself. Yeah, huh? it's technically a okay. USO. Got it. Because it just went underwater randomly and then shot right back out. Right, right, right. Okay. So the Puerto Rican government, they've been talking about this stuff for a while. And the other aspect to the UFO sightings and other paranormal phenomena is that Puerto Rico is the southern point of the Bermuda Triangle, not where... Amelia Earhart disappeared? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Funny, I was just about to say that. Not where that happened. (laughs) Other people have disappeared there. Planes, all kinds of cool. We need to cover that one day. Oh, for sure. A lot of good stories there. Hmm. 
Also, why Puerto Rico? Why is it so common with UFOs? That's interesting. I'd like to learn more about that. Yeah, there's a there's some good abduction ones we can do. Hmm. Uh, the USOs, especially like when you talk about UFOs, you know, things that could go underwater and stuff. A lot of that happens. Hmm. So near they Puerto think- Rico. They believe USOs are UFOs that can go underwater and not just a completely different type of. Yeah, there's some of that. There's some there's theories that aliens are actually underwater, like way down there where we've never been able to. Hot damn. Ocean goes pretty far down. That sounds interesting. What is it? Like two thirds is left of the ocean. Like we've only seen a third of it. Oh, like you can't even go down that far. Right. Yeah. So who knows what's going on down there? All those there albino fish and stuff because they don't ever see light and yeah. all kinds of crazy shit going on down there. That's terrifying. Hmm. I think the only story we've done on Puerto Rico is uh, your Bruiser Brody story. I'm happy to bring uh, them to the forefront. Yeah. Maybe not in the most positive of lights, but uh, well, hey, in the wrestling world, uh, Carlos Colon is still celebrated. And anyways, go back and listen to Bruiser Brody. Was that Patreon? Yeah. This whole show has just been a plug for Patreon. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> we're not trying to take all of your money. I can't remember what's what. I apologize. Really all of my episodes are Patreon, except for uh, Garfield. It's the only time you guys let me out of the cage. On March 18th, 1975, two goats belonging to Hector Vega were found drained of blood. Puncture marks on the goats' necks were the same as all the other attacks, and the entity returned to Vega's farm the following night to kill 10 more goats and injure another seven. Not long after another farmer named Luis Torres killed two boa constrictors that were each six feet long. These snakes were 100% capable of killing a cow. And the majority of people felt like the attacks would be over with the newspapers running headlines saying it was quote, a solution to the mutilation riddle. After the snakes were killed, the attacks did slow down, but bizarre animal mutilations didn't just go away in Puerto Rico and even the rest of the world. We, we've talked about yeah. that before. Don't boa constrictors kill by constricting, though? Why would they expect, like, you know, puncture wound mutilations to go down when they killed a couple of boa constrictors? Well, because the mutilation stopped, Dave. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I didn't get that. Like, He's, you know, is this a causation correlation uh, mistake kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it maybe the doesn't the make fangs sense. of the snake. Maybe they're thinking that's where the puncture okay. wounds were. Uh, do boa constrictors have fangs? Uh, that's why they do. The I don't know anything about the snakes. Yeah. I just thought they were named constrictors because that's they suffocate you, right? And then they they swallow. Just whole, right? I mean, they can swallow a Right. Yeah. Those jaws but open. But that's why like, there's like no teeth, like no fangs, right? I don't know. That's more like the cobra and like not a bite and venom kind of snake, right? Welcome to Snake Talk with Davey <laughs> and Mike, where local snake experts discuss the uh, intricate ways of snake killing. We like snakes. I'm a snake. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was a boa constrictor, maybe an anaconda, but I've seen a video online of one taking a, a calf and just swallowing it those whole. are insane where their jaws just open like 350 degrees yeah. I, th- like, I thought boa constrictors do though too like they like they'll suff like constrict and kill them and then just start eating swallow it whole it's easier to eat it oh. dead when it's alive right you don't want that thing kicking inside of you that's no, more fun to eat something when it's alive right ask a snake oh. <laughs> like, fuck you man that's a lot of work <laughs> oh, can you imagine like a snake eating you no, oh. why would like I wouldn't even think about that. Oh. Remember that shit that I found on the uh, dark fetish website? That stuff called Vor, where people getting off on the idea of snakes eating them. Oh my god! Is that I your don't friend Kevin remember. in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a snake. Oh, maybe I brought this up off air. <laughs> I don't remember this. I don't remember that. There either. are people right now terrified of snakes who have already turned this episode off. Yeah. Go on dark fetish. I'm one there's of a whole no. See you guys later. No, there's a whole subcategory yeah. for it's called Vor. I don't want to see any of that. I swore I told you guys about this. He's probably talking to Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting into that. Dave doesn't like snakes. I don't love snakes. You know who else doesn't like snakes? Indiana Jones. That's very true. <laughs> he got dropped into that pit. He didn't like it. 
fast forward 20 years, the first reported attack attributed to the actual Chupacabra happened in March 1995. Eight sheep were discovered dead in Puerto Rico, each with three puncture wounds in the chest area and completely drained of blood. A few months later in August, an eyewitness named Madeline Tolentino reported seeing a creature in the Puerto Rican town of Canovanas, describing it as a reptile-like creature having leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin and sharp spines running down its back. She said it was approximately three to four feet tall, stood on two legs, and hopped like a kangaroo. Could it be a human-kangaroo hybrid? Like maybe one of our mates down under had too many fosters and decided to uh, breed with a kangaroo. Probably not that uncommon. <laughs> I mean, it probably happens in a penal colony a lot, right? The leathery, scaly skin, though, mm. leaves more questions than answers. Yeah, I suppose not. It can be a new slogan, though, like kangaroo, Australian for pussy. <laughs> Holes is holes, man. <laughs> you know. Madeline's sighting made the local TV news and the story spread across Puerto Rico. Not long afterwards, more than 150 livestock and pets were killed in the town, all drained of blood. The problem got so bad that the mayor, Jose Soto, spent the next year hunting for chupacabras with an armed militia, but never found anything. Even though the mayor didn't find anything, chupacabra attacks and sightings moved across the island as other areas dealt with killings of animals. The issue soon spread to mainland with chupacabra sightings popping up in Florida. And with that, the world had a new cryptid. And there were multiple eyewitnesses with that same description. It wasn't like it was just this lady. Like a lot of people saw that described it the exact same way. Right. How do we figure these things got from uh, Puerto Rico to Florida? They fly, take a ferry boat, they swim, cruise ship. They wait for that, uh, you know, cool Atlantic Ocean to freeze over in the winter time and walk across. <laughs> Play some hockey while yeah. they're out there. Right. That's how they got there. Great question. Somebody smuggle them in on a backpack. Mm, right through customs. Yeah. I don't know. Just, just asking. They do the Jedi mind trick on the customs person. This is not the chupacabra you're looking for. <laughs> Pass right through. <laughs> well, it was it was the nineties, right? Like it was no holds barred that back then. You could take whatever you want. No holes barred or no holds barred? <laughs> Both. Well <laughs> Dave, we're still living in a no holes barred society. <laughs> I'm just saying it's pre nine eleven. They're not checking for all that stuff. It was a lot different. Throw it in a cat cage, carry it across. Flying was a little different before nine eleven. Good point, Mike. I just want to know how they got there. I'm not sure we're ever gonna <laughs> figure that out though. The most unique thing about the Chupacabra compared to other cryptids is that there are two versions and pretty much the only thing they have in common is drinking blood of animals. Most of the early Chupacabra sightings lined up closely with Madeline's. Like you said, Dave, everybody saw this humanoid reptilian had glowing red eyes, a long forked tongue and spines across its back. Also, besides the theories of UFOs or Thunderbirds, a lot of people thought the Chupacabra was a demon. In recent years, the description of the Chupacabra has changed to a strange breed of wild dog, mainly seen in Texas. This version is mostly hairless with thick elephant-like skin, a pronounced spinal ridge, pronounced eye sockets, fangs, and claws. So completely different. So the link between these two versions of the Chupacabra seems to be their MO and their victims, not the actual animal itself, right. which is interesting. I find that very interesting. You're like, you seem to be doing the same thing as a Chupacabra. So you must also be a Chupacabra, even though the description is completely different. Hmm. What do you make of that, Mike? Different species of Chupacabra, perhaps different hmm. breeds, maybe. I don't know. Maybe something went amiss on their travels over from Puerto Rico to the continental United States. Mm. 
It was like the offshoot cousin of the chupacabra. Maybe there was some inbreeding within the chupacabra mm. families. Oh, and they be. produced like some, you know, some West Virginian chupacabra. <laughs> half breed. <laughs> You're that half breed chupacabra. Chupacabra. <laughs> you ain't no Puerto Rican chupacabra. You're West Virginia chupacabra. Chupacabra. Cupacabra. Cupacabra. Yeah, but they're in Texas, though. So, you know, mm. just not West Virginia. That's my thoughts. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any answers at this but, point. You know, I'm free balling here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Getting to some recent sightings and reports of the Chupacabra. In 2003, a photo started going around online showing the head of what people thought was a Chupacabra having been severed and it's being held up and mutilated by a kid with a stick. The reality of this picture is that it was never supposed to be a hoax of a chupacabra, even though it became one. The picture was taken by artist Charlie White, which he titled Highland Park, and it's part of a photo series he called In a Matter of Days. Snopes did an article on this, and White's photo series was intended to show a bunch of accidental encounters with monsters in Los Angeles symbolizing the moral decline in Western civilization. White's concept was based on making monsters seem less horrific than humans. Well, fail, because that picture is fucking terrifying. Yeah, I, I didn't see any of this in, in that picture. No. I'm like, get that fucking thing away from me. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie White, but uh, mission not accomplished. And that was still kind of in the early days of internet. I don't think MySpace was even around when this picture started going around. So there was a whole bunch of people that bought into. All right. So what picture. was that thing? I don't know. I couldn't really f- yeah. figure out what exactly what it was. It just I, looks like some kind of like maybe a mask or something that they made. Yeah. I think it was fake. Maybe. Well, it's like a big catfish. Like it looked like a big catfish. Maybe. You're talking about this photo? Yeah. I don't you see a catfish in that? I don't know. Kind of. No? I don't know. I just saw this. Maybe like they made some kind of makeshift like I don't know, I'm showing you, you sent it to us. Mask and I don't like know. Like an evil fish? Maybe not. Oh, you mean what what is the what is supposed to be representing the head? I'm just trying to figure out if the head's real or not. Like you think uh, it's a mask they made it? I think they kinda beat up a fish or something. I don't know. Maybe I mean, not. I guess they Maybe could. Yeah, I guess it, they it could. potentially does look like a real animal. That's, I thought yeah. you were saying the entire thing was like a fish. And I was like, that's, that's like a fucking head. But I see what you mean, like cutting the head off some kind of big fish and yeah. beating it to a pulp. Yeah, and that's up. what I got. I mean, I guess maybe. I, I don't fucking know what that is. I definitely did not get all that Western civilization stuff out of that. No, the point was missed on me. In 2007, a woman in Texas named Phyllis Canyon had an issue where her ranch kept getting raided by something that killed 28 of her chickens, ripping out their throats. One day she was driving and found a weird dog-like corpse on the side of the road. The dog's body had tough, hairless, bluish-gray skin, blue eyes, only three toes on each foot, a pronounced overbite, and strange pouches on both sides of its tail. According to Phyllis, she was pretty sure she'd just found a chupacabra, so she brought it home and had it stuffed by a taxidermist and now keeps it in her living room. It's a pretty cool looking thing. Interesting thing about her though is like so something was killing her chickens and then she was just she had no proof of what was doing it. So mm. something was and then she's driving down the road and she sees this, you know, dead mm. animal. She's like, That must be it. What that, else what else could it be? That thing is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And it's not the only one she found. Like she had that head in her freezer too when monster quest did the show there yeah and they were dissecting it and taking pieces it's off the head you know, what's, what's monster quest though 
<laughs> That's a History are, Channel show. Yeah, but are they are they show. planting shit? No, she really had the head. She had a head in her I freezer. Mean, yeah. I believe the head was in the freezer when they showed up with the cameras. <laughs> but I'm wondering what kind of kayfabe is going on there. I mean, I, I don't was, know. I don't know the show. I don't mean to besmirch them. It was the same exact thing. She had stuff there. Yeah, it was a head. And the guy just like cut off a piece of its neck to get sampled. Yeah. Then they did. They didn't show like they didn't talk about her story or at least maybe I missed it. But all of a sudden she just brings a head out. And I'm like, where the fuck did she get this (laughs) head from? Whoa, what's going on over (laughs) here? There was no context to the head. I think she did. She told the story. The one that she found on the road that we're talking about that got taxidermy. I think someone... Did someone see it and called her? And she's like, oh, that must be the thing that's killing my... Uh, yeah, that sounds Something right. like that. And she drove out and she picked it up and had taxidermy. And the other the other one where she just had the head, I think they found on the property somewhere. Okay. She's like, ah, I might need this. Let me throw it in the freezer. The I'm- full thing is terrifying, though, because it looks real. Like, it looks like that could be an actual thing. It is real. It is it real. It doesn't look... That's real. So we, we actually buying that it's real, though? It's 100% like, real. She didn't just get it made... Mm-mm. No, it's, a, it's so. a real animal. I think there's pictures of the corpse before she had it stuffed. Oh, there's tons of pictures yeah. of these corpses online. All right. Well, then that thing is no me gusta. <laughs> <laughs> and then the monster quest guys they had, we were talking about earlier. They had uh, <laughs> again, they, these guys, they camped out and set up cameras around her property and stuff. And they set up a trap and then would, would they catch a possum? Yeah. And that's about it. And they're like, oh, look at this. Uh, Look at this pole in the ground. It's like something was scratching it. Well, I don't know what could have possibly done that because they didn't find any other evidence. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. They had several eyewitness accounts on, on Monster Quest with pictures, and they all look very similar. Yeah. All right. I'm learning as I go. I'm learning as I go. Uh, the other thing I didn't love about Phyllis on that show is that room that the... Uh, the chupacabra is in it's filled with uh, zebras and yeah, lions. Say there's She's, a zebra in there too, right? Some big game hunting going on with Phyllis. Yeah. So. They have some of those big game conservation ranches in Texas, right? Oh, I don't Where know. you can go hunt some of those big game animals. Because anybody yeah. needs to do that. But they charge such big amounts to do it that they, you know, put it back in. That's how they run the conservation ranch, farm, whatever you call it. Not to bring it back to uh, always Ace Ventura 2 when nature calls, but uh, when he's in uh, that guy's, he he like winds up in this guy's big game hunting room and sees all these animals and he's freaking out or acting like he's freaking out. And he's like, oh, this is a lovely room of death. And he walks out. <laughs> you can learn a lot of life lessons from Ace Ventura. Really? One and two. I'm just saying. Like one. Do you mind if I ask you a question? <laughs> Like that. So good. So good. The best part of the first one. (laughs) So Phyllis had it tested, and according to her, the test showed that it was a hybrid of a coyote and a Mexican wolf. Since then, a bunch of similar looking animals have been found around Texas. But as always with these things, there are people that try to capitalize. A local Houston News station asked animal control expert Claude Griffin about weird hybrids, and Griffin said that people in the area were specifically inbreeding different types of dogs, coyotes, wolves, for the purpose of letting them go, recatching them, and then claiming they had found a chupacabra. So what Phyllis found is real. It's either the result of people specifically breeding you know, to make something that looked like a chupacabra. Which you could do at what point, a couple generations, I'm sure. At what point yeah. does that become animal cruelty? Uh, I would argue that it is. And what the fuck are you going to breed an animal, let it go, then re-catch it, probably kill it in the process. Yeah, like there's no domestic use for these things. No. You're just trying to make financial gain because yeah. you're a piece of shit. Well, you call it inbreeding. We call it keeping it in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Chupa caper or not? Cabra. <laughs> Abracadabra, Chupa Cabra. <laughs> Jesus. What? 
I think it was the Monster Hunter show too. They had a an actual scientist, not the guy with the cowboy hat on there. And she said that a coyote and a Mexican wolf would be pretty rare for mm. them to uh, for them to breed. Okay. Like she, she made that the way she sounded was that it would be like an extremely rare thing. It's possible, but extremely rare. So most likely people were doing this on purpose. It sounds about right. In April of 2014, a Texas couple claimed that they had caught a baby chupacabra. Uh, the video of the animal caged went viral and people in the world of cryptozoology wanted to see this creature for themselves and have it tested. There were some people that ran wild with the video and the story swearing that this was it. A real chupacabra was found alive. But after real vets looked at the animal, it was found that it was a raccoon with mange, which brings us to the answer for what the Texas chupacabra is, is just an animal suffering from mange. Case closed. I, I think that's probably right. Yeah, I think there was. You know, we're going to talk about it here, but I think there's originally some animals with mange that sparked this. And then people jumped on board, figuring out a way to breed an animal that would consistently look like a chupacabra. I'll tell you what, though, that little baby one, it's wild looking. Well, And that's I, I actually watched a video with that. Uh, the animal guy from Houston talking about yeah. this. He made a good point that almost all animals like that we would probably not recognize them at first if they were completely 100 percent hairless and had mange and had that leather you know the irritated skin mm. we probably wouldn't be like oh I, you know i know we'd what be able to is. identify it right like even a domesticated dog if they had uh, that you uh, would think it was something wild you've seen those pictures of those hairless dogs and hairless cats they're fucking terrifying looking they're different looking terrifying <laughs> but like you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a domesticated dog a coyote or a wolf probably it'll look the same yeah, yeah. sure and a raccoon looks completely different without wow. fur that's your brethren yeah <laughs> but once you, you would recognize <laughs> them, but we wouldn't but once you once you, it's like confirmed that yeah that's a raccoon and then you watch the videos again you see it you're like oh yeah that is a raccoon yeah, yeah. it just doesn't have any hair he's like billy is that you under there <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> well you've been i missed you by the dumpster <laughs> so like we said it's true that people purposely bred dogs to look like chupacabra but a lot of this is the result of mange when mites that cause mange get under a dog or coyote or wolf under their skin or any type of animal they cause extreme painful itching but also they cause severe hair loss turns their skin into thickened black and red just really irritated and then eventually kills them and that's what a lot of this is chalked up to but it still leaves the puerto rican chupacabra that looked completely different but strangely enough there's no actual pictures or video of the puerto rican one no mm. so it makes this a very interesting cryptid mm. i can't wait to send you guys a picture tonight of my taco bell look at this chalupacabra <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty good it's delicious especially with chicken chalupas are good yeah regarding the puerto rican version there are a lot of people who think it was some type of alien being associated with all the ufo sightings or an interdimensional being there are also some really wild theories like nasa helped create the chupacabra as part of a new world order agenda with the reptilians <clears throat> new, 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 new world order. This is your time. Go ahead. Yeah, this is perfect time. Hey, yo. <laughs> Did I get deep enough this time? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. There you go. That was, that was your best one yet. Hey, yo. <laughs> well, no, no. no. That's all right. We'll get there. It's like logistically, what does that look like? NASA dropping off chupacabras in puerto rico they have a secret uh department that flies them in are they the same ones that brought them from puerto rico to florida also round trip Probably. i mean they're right there drop them cape canaveral just boom <laughs> let them run free i would is there a nasa plant in florida maybe one escaped from something in mm. florida and 
was the Cape Canaveral. I was there a couple weeks ago watching the right. SpaceX and that's yeah. They, they right. ship them out. So maybe a couple escape from there. See, that's the way that's, to do it. Because everyone's focusing on just the spaceship taking off. You don't notice the tiny little chupacabra. They're dropping out over all of Florida, <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean, and then Puerto Rico. Okay. I'll say if they escape, that's a long haul somehow to get to Puerto Rico. But if they were just See, dropping them out purposefully. Because everyone's, you're not going to notice. You're Everyone's watching the spaceship. Ooh, that's so cool. You don't notice the little right. pellets they're dropping. <laughs> little baby chupacabras. I'm, I'm with you. I just said purposefully. That's not a word. I apologize. Purposely. <laughs> Purpose. What did you say? Purposefully? I don't know why it came out like that. I go, did I just say purposefully? You should, you should hear Aaron trying to pronounce some of these words tonight. I'm going to edit it all out, but still. If we remember from our Billy Meyer episode, Billy was contacted by the Pleiadians, a super peaceful race of aliens from the Pleiades star system. They had the Wayback Machine where you could go back and uh, see Jesus. Yes. I borrowed that machine. That's how I got all the audio for Hip Hop Jesus. The Chronovisor. Chronovisor. That's right. That's what I used. Was that the one where like that, uh, <laughs> they had like that actress on the screen? Yeah. And she came out years later like, no, that's fucking, that's, that's me. me. Yeah. Yeah. And then that guy tried to argue with us on Instagram about like how wrong we were. Mm. And you go to his page and it's just nothing but Billy Meyer. <laughs> okay, pal. <laughs> You do you, homie. So the Pleiadians are here to guide us on a path to not destroy ourselves or Earth, uh, which I would argue they're not doing a great job. (laughs) (laughs) So where the Chupacabra fits into this comes from a guy on BibliotecaPleiades.com who only goes by the name Adrain. Can I just say that the way he pronounced Biblio... What is this word? Biblioteca Pleiades just rolled off his tongue like he said it 15,000 times in the past. I've been going to this website for a very long time. <laughs> long before point. I met you guys. Adrain. Adrain. It, it took nine takes. Yeah, Biblioteca Pleiades. Of course. People listening are be like, what, what are you talking about? But we sat here for, you know, quite a few seconds figuring out Adrain. But Biblioteca Pleiades, you're like, boom going to that website for a long time <laughs> supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.com yeah go there all the time and i quote they have a plan which has to do with the chupacabra that was being investigated in puerto rico the ultimate goal is to create a climate of so many problems and so much terror pollution war crime and fear they want to get people used to the idea of an alien invasion with the chupacabra that this will set the stage for them to launch a fake alien invasion of Earth. Everybody will be so terrified that they will give up all their rights and say to the world government, please help, do anything, just come save us. The Chupacabra is a creature created by genetic experimentation and being purposely released into the population to get people used to the idea of some kind of evil alien invasion. That's why it's getting so much publicity. That's when they have the special forces come in with martial law, take over, and tear up the Constitution. Poof. Gone. That's the plan, see? Because like I said, they are seeing that people are becoming very intelligent. They are learning what's been happening, so they are very afraid. They know the Constitution and the things that they will take away. But that's why we have the mass mind control for the kids using the TV and all that stuff to make them hang around with pistols, start shooting people and everything else so that then it will make an easier excuse when they want to take over parents and everybody sending letters to senators and congressmen saying, Hey, let's get the guns out of the streets. They take away everybody's guns so the people can can't defend themselves. That makes it easier for them when the thing really starts. So the troops can handle people with no trouble. This is the whole mass plan. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> we got gun control. We've got new alien, world order. Alien domination. invasions. Alien invasions. The Chupacabra are the opening act for the aliens. Mm. What are They're the, going to tear up the Constitution, Dave. They're going to tear it up and declare martial mm. law. What are the uh, qualifications of this Adrain fellow, Ian? Did you check his uh, background and credentials? I uh, know. Okay. You can just say whatever you want on Bibliotheca <laughs> Pleiades. Wow, I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> but when in doubt, when you can't find something, you know, when you when you just Google 
chupacabra nasa conspiracy and nothing really good comes up hit up biblioteca pleiades <laughs> go to their search bar type that in and that's what you get sometimes you gotta dig for the real info i mm-hmm. get it oh, i'm just looking for a humorous quote go to biblioteca <laughs> i'll find out if you want to impress your tinder date just rattle off some of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> tell her about imagine, how the takeover is coming can you imagine going on a date and quoting that yeah <laughs> New world order is coming tomorrow, baby. They're taking our guns. You got to let me fuck you in the ass tonight. Her, <laughs> her panties will be off That's before right. you finish that quote. Not much time left. Do you ever want to try she, anal? She Nights will tonight. put them on a plate and give them to you as her dessert. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you win You win a woman over. Uh, quotes it. like that. <laughs> Ad range. Slaying. <laughs> From one coxman to another, I can tell. Blue chew, ad rain, either one will work. That's exactly right. Adrian went on for a long time. Like, this is just a little. Oh, get the rest of the quote. Don't cut us off here. This is just a little bit. This is a little bit that brought up chupacabras. (laughs) For the next half hour, I'm going to be reading you some Adrian. I told you that Adrian feller there at Biblioplays.com knew what he was talking about. He knew them chupacabras were just paving the way for New World Order taking our guns. I really wish we had the new world order. <laughs> new, new world order. <laughs> the last two weeks have been a lot of wrestling talk. I apologize. I mean, I don't really, but I have to say that just so that people feel better. But I fucking love it. It's my favorite part of these shows when I get to talk wrestling. That's a shoot. <laughs> New, 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 new <laughs> world order. So, there are some other theories, uh, like that AIDS, HIV were spread through the chupacabra, but that's not a road I'm trying to go down. Um, I, I, I <laughs> nope. I'll move on. I'll move on from that. No good can come from that. <laughs> that's why I didn't even include anything. Uh, as a wrap-up as to what can explain the Puerto Rican chupacabra, um, cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman pointed out that the Puerto Rican version is really similar to the alien in the movie Species, which opened in Puerto Rico right before the chupacabra sighting started. And Lauren Coleman is a really respected person in the world of cryptids, and he was on our Mm-hmm. bell bunch on you know right. with george nori and stuff and i read a verified account that that lady had literally seen species like the week before yeah she made this account my favorite part of these cryptid stories or ghost stories is when ian tells this really good thorough outline and story and then like literally his last sentence of the whole thing debunks all of it and then he just like <laughs> mic drops shuts his laptop and he's like discuss <laughs> I, I mean, I think we all know what's going on here. It, it's a little silly, I think. It's a it's a fun story, but I think it is 100% someone saw the movie Species. Yeah. This lady. Have you ever seen Species? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. good. Yeah, it's a good movie. I'm not talking to you, Mike. We know you haven't seen it. <laughs> I would not expect you to know. But it's basically Natasha Hentrich uh, walking around naked for the whole movie and evolving or whatever it was. Some spines coming out of her back and stuff. Yeah. I mean, pretty much really? a chupacabra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny how it always works out that way. There's, mm. you know, something big in the news or some right. movie or media event. Well, people's perceptions are influenced by their daily life. So I think there, I mean, there's definitely something to weird animal mutilations. You know, there are, there are some stuff, but in these cases, it was found too, that the, the wave in Puerto Rico in 95, the veterinarians that did the autopsies and like looked at the animals after they were killed, didn't do the testing that would show the exact amount of blood left in the animal. Um, so according to, you know, scientists and people, the animals were not drained of blood. They, they all had blood in them still. I think that stems from that. When they found the bodies, there was no, like there's no blood around and they see the puncture wounds and they kind of associate vampires like, Oh, they drain them of blood, but you know, animals come and lick up that blood during the night before they're found or whatever. And it's not that unusual. I don't think. But yeah, you're right. 
doesn't mean they're drained of all their blood. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, like your skinwalker ranch type cattle mutilations where they're just completely cleanly, you know, yeah. cut open and right. dissected. Those are, you know, different, very strange and not, not what was going on here. At least not in some, you know, some of the cases. Yeah. But I'm slapping uh, Dave's urban legend label on this story. Bunch of hogwash. It's really interesting how there's two versions of the same cryptid, you know, there's nothing that else is like interesting, that. Yeah. Well, if you know anything about Texas, they like to do things their own way. Don't mess with Texas. They don't conform to anybody's ways of life, including, you know, the rest of the United States. So they had to have their own version of this. Fair enough. Yeah. They have their own fucking beer cans for like generic regular beer. I've told the story, right? Yeah, yeah I, I was there drinking and like their Bud Light cans, like the 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 dot on the eye over the Bud Light was the state of Texas. And they didn't understand when I said that. No, it's not like that in the rest of the country. <laughs> we don't have that. Mm -hmm. Your state is not all over the country. It's its own place. It's weird. It's different. And like the the. A lot of the uh, school textbooks that get printed end up using their curriculum for the rest of the country because they're so large on there. So whatever the Texas school board decides ends up going for the rest of the country because these these publishers are only going to print one version of it because of the size of Texas. They just print one. And so that's what the whole country gets. They wield a lot of power down there. 14 chapters on uh, Texas independence. And remember the Alamo? <laughs> Sam Houston gets four different chapters. <laughs> George right. Washington gets That's one paragraph. Right. <laughs> the Texas version, it's definitely real. Something's running around, but a lot it's of not, evidence, yeah. It's not um it's not a blood sucking dog canine type animal. It's a animal that has mange or one that was bred to yeah. look that way. And every DNA test said it's a canine. Yeah. Because that's what it is. The other thing an animal to get nutrition from sucking blood. That's their, their, their main source. They were talking about a vampire bat. Yeah. And the amount of evolution, like the years it took for a vampire bat to pull away from the, the rest of the bat species and develop organs that could, that would thrive off of that. It would be, you know, impossible for right. a chupacabra to just pop up like that, to be an actual animal and be able to survive it's a good point drinking blood like yeah. that it's not a normal a really thing. good point and vampire bats are super cool i think all bats i like all bats i like to see bats too. we have some in our backyard do you get them over here I've, on your I side of the neighborhood some, yeah i sent you guys that picture of that bat that we put in a shoe box right not that long ago i don't think i remember this no where was it in your house no it was in a uh, blue jay was killing it this guy intervening in nature yeah, in the fucking, backyard. You were watching a blue jay kill a bat in your backyard? He's yeah, like, yeah, that's what I fucking said. <laughs> Did you nurse it back to hell? It flew away about 20 minutes later, but it was like in shock or something. Huh. But it, its teeth were fucking sharp, man. It kept hissing. Like you didn't get a big knife and like slit your hand open and drain the blood into its mouth <laughs> and nurse it back to hell. <laughs> I did, Edward I did. Cullen rises up with <laughs> Edward Cullen. Robert Pat actually Robert Pattinson. Yeah. You didn't get an urge. Thanks, Ian. You didn't get an urge to bite its head off. <laughs> I've been looking for Bella and that blue jay almost got me. <laughs> Thanks for saving me. They didn't turn into bats in that movie, no. did they? I was gonna say. Is that the Twilight? Yes. <laughs> Good stuff. How would you not have recorded that? I would have just. I have a. I have a picture. I would have recorded the killing personally. Uh, like I would have watched that blue jay destroy that bat. I bet that blue jay caused some sort of mutation in his genetic structure when he was drinking that bat blood, and then <laughs> flew over to China or somewhere. It's probably the next pandemic coming. You just, <laughs> you just murdered the world by doing that. You let the blue jay go and you changed history, butterfly effect kind of thing, and uh, now we're all going to die. Or maybe he stopped it before the blue jay got to the blood. Yeah. And he saved the world. That could have happened too. Yeah. I guess From we'll find out in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs>
It was nasty. A new man. rare case mm. of Blue Jay flu has <laughs> now killed half a million people. Uh, the new Ian variant has uh, broken out <laughs> in South Africa today. <laughs> Side effects are people spending thousands of hours on biblioplatekis. Platekis. <laughs> Biblioteca. Whatever. Pleiades. Okay. <laughs> Staying up all hours of the night, playing Xbox, <laughs> and reading about serial killers. MUFON memberships are up a thousand percent. That's funny. Let's see if I can find this picture of this bat while we're wrapping up. Meanwhile, unplanned pregnancies are down 200%. <laughs> Nobody is fucking these people. Well, good story. I like these. These are fun. We managed to take a... Uh, some of the shortest notes notes we've had and make a full oh. decent episode. We're out of essentially this. cryptozoologists at this point. So can I also point out since we never get to talk about Natasha Henstrich, on this show, <laughs> that the best movie ghost of Mars with her and ice cube. Fucking awesome. Check it out. If you've never seen it, I've never seen that. Oh, it's so good. I'm gonna have to look up who Natasha Henstridge is. What else is she at? Dave. Species and Ghost of Mars. Is she any of the, any of the four <laughs> movies I've seen? Probably not. Yeah. All right. Not species sure. 2, I think she was in. Species, yeah. Species 2. Well, I've only seen, Ghost spe- of Mars. I've only seen Species 3. Oh. Back to, sure back to New York. <laughs> I love Ghost of Mars. What a fun movie. What'd you send us here? Oh, uh, it's a picture of the bat. Yikes. You did not send that. I didn't. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> it's in a Hello Kitty Look at that box. Thing. That's wild. I'm, I'm going to post this tomorrow. Right <laughs> With the caption, holes as holes. <laughs> you should post. <laughs> that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to post this. Is this Ian's cousin in West Virginia or the bat? <laughs> we're being quite mean i don't know if this is all gonna make it still this is being mean (laughs) any final thoughts we good fun episode i'm good (laughs) okay all right uh patreon shout outs uh we got 72 names i just was sent the list i guess i'm just gonna read them live do it live fuck it do it live that is one video that will never not be funny. It's like so I'll good. laugh every time I see it. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> it's the best. That fucking producer is not helping him at so all. <laughs> There's no words on the screen. What am I supposed to read? There's no words there. It's just, it's just sting. It's just sting. <laughs> Wrapping up sting. I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? <laughs> fucking thing sucks. <laughs> I'll read it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> So anyways, that's about how my Patreon reads go every week. Thank you very much to Leslie Borges, Benjamin Gout, Elizabeth Scott, Elon, Prophet of Ash Video, Tavo Hedez, Charles, Murky, Rob Loves Gina and Her Sexy Earlobes. Is he trying to get laid on our account? <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Well, I, hope I like to see you, these earlobes of Gina's. <laughs> I hope Gina they must gives be you, really good. I hope Gina gives you the Gina. <laughs> Kayla, Addy Cat 416, I'd let you eat my ass, Dave. There you go. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> that, is liter- that is literally Dave's first fan on this show. <laughs> Copper penny in your mouth time. <laughs> Lauren Brooks, Aaron Hicks, Carla, Ian Arnold, Chelsea Birch, Amanda Kirby. Dario Arega, Ursus Arctos Horribilis. Sound like you're a native Latin speaker, Mike. Whatever the fuck she said. Jordan Hall, Nunya, Mike J. Mills Winkler, Dominique White, Jake Soberg, Matthias Silvando, Wiener Sandwich 69, (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy. Abigail Allerhead, Kristen Scuba, Dana Sorrell, Christopher Munoz, Savannah Castleberry, Annie Cobb, Alec Turcotte, Kate Shea, 
Phoebe Van Gelder, Ryan Bloxham, Angela, Julie Kemp, Nate Brearley, Lorenzo Lopez, Kellyanne Terry, Gabby Yeho, Serge, True Crime and Caffeine Mama, Anna Cruz, Muff Stuffin' Single Moms, Morgan, <laughs> God <damn>. oh, yeah. <laughs> Joshua Davidson, <laughs> Christopher Anderson, Namco 003, KDB, Lori Gomez, Jess Fox, Keely Dotsherty, Tabitha Drago, Travis Trevino, Gene, Hope Hoffman, Tyler Capel, Adrian Kerr, Alicia, Charles Benson, Kate Murphy, Kristen Erbys, Sarah, Cassie Voracek, Patrick Lanham, Abby Dor- Dosey, Free Loves Neckin with Necronomapod, and Nerd Circle Jerk. Hey, I don't want to be the Dungeon Master. You're going to be the Dungeon Master. <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you all very much. We are at uh, patreon.com slash Necronomapod. Appreciate your support. Ian, what do you got? For iTunes, I have one for Pisces Girl 33, Cracker Carl, a bunch of letters. Looks like they hit their keyboard. Sean Thibodeau, Shoe Gal 709, Miss Scarlet Witch, and Maria, Mom of Three. Thank you guys for the awesome reviews. Dave, you got anything else? I would just like to thank the person for being open to me uh, giving them analingus. Cheers. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are at patreon.com slash Necronomapod if you'd wish to access our bonus content. Uh, and then hit us up at necronomapod.com. You can find all of our links for everything else on our socials and our merch there. Appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. All right. You guys ready for a cool down beer? Cheers. <laughs>